This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He's good this morning, this afternoon. First and foremost, I'd like to thank our Apostle, Apostle Theo, and, and our mother, Dr. Beverly, for accepting us who also come from the townships. Hallelujah. So, Ikasi Selfigi, Lege. Thank you very much. This couple is so wonderful. It embra they embrace people from all walks of life. We come from the township, the villages, and they equip us. Today, I'm standing here on this international platform as a person from the township. May the name of the Lord be glorified. <laughs> Father, we thank you for the opportunity to stand in front of your people. Lord God Almighty, I make it known to the people that I do not lean or depend on my own human limited abilities, but I trust in your spirit of God that you'll speak through my mouth, think through my mind, and every word that will be spoken will bring encouragement and strength. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord, hallelujah. And I also like to acknowledge Pastor Mark and Pastor Colleen, who trained me on the early ministries, you did a wonderful job. If I do bad today, you are responsible. <laughs> so this morning, this afternoon, I'd like to talk about trust God to restore all. How many know that nothing is impossible for him who believes? Our God is able to restore everything that we have lost. And... I'm going to read also Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 to verse 8. It seems to be the, 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 the scripture for the, for the conference. But David is quite an encouraging, encouraging biblical character. And I'm going to read from verse 1. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and attacked Ziklag and burnt it with fire, and had taken captive the woman and those who were there, from small to great. They did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was burnt with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahinam and the Jezreelites, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, and every man for his son and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Amen. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Amilek's son, Please bring the ephod here to me. And Abiathar brought the ephod to David. So David inquired 
of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now David was a powerful, a powerful king. And he's the man that had more battles than anybody else. And he was chased by Saul. Saul did not like him because Saul realized that David is going to be the next king of Israel. So he wanted to kill him. So David ran away. He found a place in the land of the Philipp Philistines. And he befriended the son of the king Achish. They became friends, and so Archis gave him a piece of land where he can settle with his people. Now it happened one day when he came back that he found the whole house. All their houses were destroyed, their daughters, their sons were taken away. And now the Bible tells us the people that joined David, you know, these guys, they surprised me. When they joined David, they were distressed themselves. They were broke. These guys, when you read in 1 Samuel 22, verse 1 to verse 8, when these guys, they joined David, they didn't have anything. But all of a sudden now, a situation happens. They were attacked by the Amalekite. Everything was taken. They, they were playing and say, we must kill him. We must stone him. And I'm told that, well, the Israelites, when they stone you, they do a good job. So Israel, David just imagined, what, am I going to survive these guys? But you know what? David did a powerful thing. When you face crisis, when you face challenges, you strengthen yourself in the Lord your God. Can I have a living amen right there? You strengthen yourself in the, the Lord your God. David inquired. He asked God, should I pursue? Should I pursue them? The Lord said, yes, pursue them. And then you shall recover all. And I'm here to declare to you this afternoon, you shall recover all. You shall recover your job. You shall recover your business. You shall recover your children. You shall recover everything that the devil has stolen in the mighty name of Jesus. Can I have a living amen today? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We serve a mighty God. We serve a powerful God. And he's able to restore you know, we must remember one thing that in John 10, 10, the Bible states clearly that the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have more abundantly. When the king of kings shows up in your life, you shall experience abundant life. Yes. In 2018, the thieves broke in into Tembisa Christian Family Church building and they stole the mixers. They stole quite a number of things and they ran away. While we are still, you know, disappointed and discouraged, I got a call from one guy who says, Pastor, it seems I've seen, I know the person who stole your, your items. I said, thank you, Jesus. And 
So I knew that if I can phone the police, they will take long. And there was a police on our Bible's college. So we phoned the police that was on our Bible college. I said, man, we've got a problem. People stole here. He said, I'm coming now, now. So he responded quicker than the police, you know. <laughs> so when he arrived, he said, let's go. We went there. When we arrived there, that policeman released one of the most powerful claps I've ever seen. How do I know that it was powerful? Because the trouser of the guy became wet. So we are taking back what the devil has stolen. We cannot be apologetic in the name of Jesus. We are going to the territory. Bring it back. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We serve a powerful God. I'm, maybe for the past years, Satan has shamed you, has, has ridiculed you. And now I believe that it will be, there's time that God will rescue you. This is the season that God is going to rescue you. You might have felt the shame and the disappointment, the discouragement. We are going to, Satan specializes with that. You know, there was a gentleman in the Bible called uh, Samson. Samson was anointed by God to deliver the children of Israel. But now there's one thing that he missed, this guy. You know, a gift without accountability can become a liability. He, he had the gift, but he was not accountable to anybody. We are privileged, sir, to be accountable to you. You know, if you have the right to discipline, you have the right because we are birthed from this house. If it was not this house, I would not be standing here. But because, because accountability develops us and matures us and grows us. And so don't, don't be shy to discipline. It's your right. Because you are making us to be better in the name of Jesus. So now Saul, Samson, he did not have anybody. He was not accountable to anybody. He had a problem with his zip. He could not keep his zip up. <laughs> Judges 16, verse 21 to 22. Then the Philistine took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza. They brought him with bronze fetter, and he became a grinder in the prison. However, the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaven. Hallelujah. You know, we serve an amazing God. We can miss it sometime, we can mess it sometime, but he will never abandon us. He will always believe in us. So the enemy might have shaken you, he might have shamed you, he might have disgraced you, but one thing for sure, the anointing is still upon your life in the name of Jesus. 
He cannot, he can destroy some of the things. He might have destroyed your church. He might have destroyed your cell groups, your finances, whatever he has destroyed. But I'm here to declare that we serve a mighty and a faithful God. Everything is coming back. Everything is coming back. Everything is coming back in the name of Jesus. You've got to visualize it. If you don't see it, you can't possess it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So Samson experienced that. But you know, in Judges 16 verse 28 to verse verse 30 says, Then Samson called to the Lord, saying, O Lord God, remember me, I pray. May it be your prayer today. You say, O Lord God, remember me. I don't know what you're facing, but God knows what you're facing. You may not know what not know what to do, but God knows what to do in your situation. Same Samson says, strengthen me, I pray, just this once. Oh God, that I may be, that I may with one blow take vengeance of the Philistine for my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the middle pillar which supported the temple, and he braced himself against them, one on his right and the other on his left. Then Samson said, let me die with the Philistine and push with all his might and the temple fall on the lords and all the people who were in it. So the dead that he killed at death were more than he had killed in his life. Hallelujah. Your restoration will be greater than your loss in the name of Jesus Christ. You must come back and you must behave like like Schwarzenegger. I say, I'll be back. Don't run away from the devil. Face the devil in the name of Jesus because your restoration is coming. You know, as you look at me right now, I'm a testimony that God is a miracle-working God. In January, the devil challenged me. I was given food that was poisoned. And I collapsed. I was taken to R-Vape. From R-Vape, I was airlifted from R-Vape to Alberton Hospital. And I was unconscious. And they began resuscitating me. You know, when I woke up, I just found myself, there were ventilators, all pipes all over me. But you know what? Uh, Dr. Andre is my witness. He, he came. I didn't even see them. Dr. Andre and Pastor Christine. And my spiritual daughter from Luwahomu came and stayed with my wife. They began to pray for me. I don't know others who have prayed for me, but what I know that my pastor Esther from Lubwakom, they started praying for me. She came from, she moved from Lubwakom and come and stayed with my wife. They began to pray, intercede. And I think about a week passed and I regained consciousness. And I heard the doctor, Dr. Scholes, I remember her name, said, this man is a fighter. I don't know what I was fighting. (laughs) 
But one thing I know, prayer works. You can't tell me that prayer doesn't work. Prayer works. You can deny it. You can say whatever. Prayer works. Right now, in January, I was in the ICU. Today, I'm here. I'm here. Baba Masekerebi. Prayer works. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what trouble you're going through. But you go to the living God. This is not just mere talk. This is real talk. I don't know what you're facing. But prayer works. My body is recovered all in Jesus' name. I'm not on a wheelchair. I'm not walking with a stick. God made a miracle. Hallelujah. So we are recovering all. You are recovering your business in the name of Jesus. You are recovering your church in the name of Jesus. If you close the church, go and start it again in the name of Jesus. We must take over in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. We serve a powerful God. Hallelujah. Are you ready to recover this year? We are not playing games. If you are playing games, we are not playing games. Time to play is over. This is the time to take over. First Kings verse 18 verse 41 says to verse 46. Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go up and drink for there is the sound of abundance of rain. I hope you can hear abundance rain right now. You can hear abundance rain in the name of Jesus. Abundance rain in your church in Jesus' name. Abundance finances in the name of Jesus. You must believe for it. It's not going to come if you don't believe for it. You listen to all the teachers. I don't know where they come from. Some, they call themselves doctors. And they come with all sorts of strange doctrines. They say, God wants you to be poor. Not the one that we serve. Your God wants you to be poor. But the one we serve, I know where I come from. Amen. Can you hear the abundant rain today? It is coming in the name of Jesus. You got to see it in the spirit. So Ahab went up and eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Canaan. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees. All these people, they pray. So prayer is the key. Samson prayed. David prayed. Now here is Elijah. He prays. Go up now, look towards the sea. So he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And seven times he said, go again. Then it came to pass on the seventh time that he said. You see, the challenge with most Christians, they pray once and they say, 
They pray second time, third time from this. It doesn't work. I've tried it. You tried it. It works, this prayer thing. You don't have to lose patience. You have to pray until something happens. That's what Apostle Apoam says. You pray until something happens. So you don't pray once and say it doesn't work. You've got to persist in your prayer. Then, it, then there is a cloud as small as a man's hand. Rise out of the sea. So he said, go up. Go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and the winds and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away, rode away and went to Jezreel. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. And he gathered up and launched and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jesse. This guy, this one gets on the chariots. He goes. <laughs> and the other one, the hand of the Lord comes upon him. He bypasses him and he reaches the place before him. This is your Kairos moment in the name of Jesus. You got to believe that something is happening in the name of Jesus. Those who started before you, you'll bypass them in Jesus' mighty. Am I talking to somebody right here? Jesus, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My time is running. Okay, thank you very much. Colossians chapter 2 verse 8 says, Beware lest anyone cheat you with philosophy and empty deceit. According to the tradition of man, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to God. There will be people who will trick you with the philosophies of men, ideas of men and values of men. Don't listen to them. Some of them were born again. They backslided. And they know that what our talk here. And so they try to say, you know, Africanism. Oh, we were the first Africanism. You are not the first. Jesus was there before you. Hallelujah. They go telling people, you know, Jesus was poor. Uh, we can't believe in Jesus. Jesus was not poor. How can a poor man have a treasure? Jesus had a treasure. What does a poor man do with a treasure? The treasurer. You don't do, you don't, no poor man has a treasurer. Jesus had a treasurer. And I'm told that Judas used to help himself with what was in them. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, there are people who believe that money is evil. Is it really evil? The Bible does not say money is evil. It says the love of money is evil. Money is not evil. If you think money is evil, why do everybody wake up every Monday to Friday to work for something that is evil? Money is not evil. If it's evil for you, bring it to me. I'll show you what we do with this evil thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Listen to David, the greatest man in the Bible. In 1 Chronicles 20 verse 29 verse 10 to verse 12. He says, therefore, David blessed the Lord 
before all assembly. And David said, Blessed bless are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. You are the king, you are, yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and, and you are exalted as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might, and, and in your hand is to make great and to give strength to all. David, he's not a psychopath. He knows his God. He was a man that loved God. Now we as the church, it's time that we stand up and do our job. We are appealing to all the apostles that you men and women of God, you embark on an apostolic invasion. We must go and invade every territory in the name of Jesus. We must believe God for systems and processes that will accelerate us into global, global evangelism in the name of Jesus. That don't just sit in your area, carry the title, I'm an apostle, I'm an apostle. Apostles, they conquered territories. So go and brighten your corner in the name of Jesus. It is not about title, it's about function here in Jesus' mighty name. Let's go and do our job in the name of Jesus. And oh, secondly, I'd like to say, family of God, let's go back, restore the fear of God in the house of God. I think the fear of God is gradually disintegrating. We need to bring back the fear of God in the house of God. We must not push you to tithe. You must just say, I, you know, Pastor, I collaborate with you. I want to be part of this vision in Jesus' name. The days are challenging. And we need people who just cooperate without being forced to support the work of God. Let's do it for the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Can somebody say amen? amen? Hallelujah. So lastly, we must be people, family of God, that come into the house of God and praise God. Our God is faithful. Don't come with an indifferent attitude. Well, you stand in there changing your, your brains manually. And you find the big one, you say, eh. We are not here for that. We are here to praise God. We are pressing into the Holy of Holies. We start on the outer court. We get into the inner court. We get into the holy place. We get into the Holy of Holies. No sin is tolerated in the Holy of Holies. God bless you. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. 